Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I am so delighted to have just a one, a fabulous friend, a terrific leader, and someone that I really admire greatly. Um, and that's Rebecca Hall Greider. And let me tell you just a little bit about her. We'll we'll share more in the other segments, but she's an influencer. She's an award-winning author. And she's an empowerment leader that helps to reach more people for you. And I think that's absolutely stellar that um, we can have her on the show today and that she's going to share her wisdom around empowerment, around disabilities, around visibility, and around shining. So, Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you. It is an honor to be here with my fabulous friend and an amazing leader, Linda. (laughs) So Um, thank you for having me today. It's an honor. You're so very welcome. And I have to tell you, this is a mutual admiration society because I just love having you on the show as well. Uh, It's always a bright, shiny day when I get a chance to spend time with you. So, Rebecca, for our audience who don't know you, would you share a bit of your background, how you got to this, I'm going to say, exalted state that you're in currently? Mm, Well, thank you, Linda. I'd be happy to share. And do you want me to go back to the beginning or where would you like me to start? I know you're very familiar (laughs) with my journey. (laughs) I was going to say, we could go back to when you were born, but I... (laughs) I think it's more important as to um, how how you moved from being a financial analyst and being very mm-hmm. successful, having your own business, um, multi six figure, seven figure mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you sh- you shifted and you shifted dramatically. So, tell us about that shift. Why? Absolutely. And that'll touch not back on when I was born, but a little bit further back why. (laughs) I will be happy, happy to share that. So I grew up in an environment that was very unsafe. It was um, dangerous for me as as a young girl. And when I cried out for help, it wasn't believed. And I was put back in that environment. And to survive, I took on certain beliefs. One, that I didn't matter. Mm hmm. Two, that I am not okay. There is something wrong with me that is causing these things. And three, that is absolutely not safe to be seen or heard. And I was eventually rescued, for which I'm very, very grateful for. And I got to go on a healing journey. And what I discovered is those beliefs I had formed were actually not true. Perhaps while I was there, it wasn't safe to be seen or heard, but I discovered I actually had immense value, that I was lovable, that I mattered, that I was beautifully and wonderfully made, that those things that happened to me were not my fault, and I could choose what I decided to bring forward. And the biggest part of that for me was this kind of coming out of hiding. I was so skilled 
at hiding. And my survival had been so based upon that, even though intellectually I knew, logically, that I was safe, I was no Mm -hmm. longer in danger. It's very different to know that on a cellular level. So a lot of that has been uh, my journey of having that knowledge travel into my heart and into every cell of my body and really being willing to be seen and heard and, and stand out because that had been so dangerous for me as as a young girl. So as we fast forward to my journey as a financial advisor, I had had this seed along the way planted in my heart that maybe, just maybe, my story could be used for good. Perhaps I could share in such a way that would impact people in a positive way from my passing there. And I was willing to be a little bit vulnerable and uncomfortable if it could make a difference for another. So part of my healing journey, every step of the way, I used to have these conversations with God. (laughs) And I would tell him, okay, I will do this mean, hard, horrible thing you're asking me to do. Tell the truth, make a stand, step forward in some way that was so scary to me if it could make a difference for another. And I would take that step. And I did it for a long time for others. It was a journey to start to love myself enough to take those steps for me too. So that had been in my past, um, part of that journey. So as a financial advisor, it's like that voice came knocking at my door again saying, now is your time, Rebecca, it's time to tell your story. And I resisted. I felt like I'm a financial advisor. I've built this practice. I'm empowering people. I'm serving them. I'm helping them around their money. I found that really valuable. And I still think it's important to empower people around their money. But I also discovered that I had this part of me that really wanted to touch their hearts and touch more of their life than just the area around their relationship with money. And that, so I had that hope, but I was scared and I was like, you know, that's not what financial advisors do. We don't talk about our journey. We talk Mm -hmm. about finances. Exactly. (laughs) that's what we help people with. And and I want to stand on that platform that I'm comfortable with, that I'm familiar with. I've built this business, built this practice. I've worked with individuals. I've worked with companies. I've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Exactly. Yes. Exactly. And I really wrestled because part of me had this really big desire to do more, to touch people on a deeper level and have that powerful change and yet I looked out in the world and I thought you know I am speaking I am Mm -hmm. sharing why are hearts not changing and this is what came back to me God said you're hiding Uh and I felt like I wasn't I was out in front I was speaking before companies I was working with leadership teams all around money and I said I'm not hiding (laughs) like I knew (laughs) yes I've seen people know me (laughs) and the voice came back and said Rebecca they know your information they know your credentials they know your content they know you as the financial lady they do not know you and your heart and as long as you are hiding behind those masks you will not have that change that you're looking to bring forward in people's lives you've got to be willing to be seen authentically as who you are not just your content your information and your credentials 
And Rebecca, you have done such a masterful job of stepping out of hiding and shining, which we're going to talk about in another segment. Your story is, resonates so much with me because like you, um, it was, well, I can't say it wasn't safe, but it wasn't allowed for me to be out and out from behind the curtain and being recognized and that kind of thing. So I've been on a similar journey uh, and, and I, I know how difficult it can be for leaders, especially to step into that role of leading and not, I almost think they push people, you know, they're, they're, they're behind the curner, curtain and they're hiding and the people that they want to lead, they're actually pushing as opposed to leading and stepping out and being visible is very, very, very important. But in this right now, one of the things I want to talk about is empowerment because uh it's a quote that I, I've used a bit, um, and Bill Gates said in the last century, and I always think that sounds so funny, uh, that, but it was, you know, in the 1900s, and he said, you know, in the next century, meaning now, that leaders will be those who empower people. And so, Rebecca, how do you, how do you define empowerment? Um. I'm just feeling into that because I feel like there's so many dimensions to empowerment. And I feel like part of it is inspiration and being willing to step forward. Like there's something that we care enough about that we're willing to stretch. We're willing to um, be a little bit uncomfortable as we learn and bring that forward. So there's inspiration and motivation that I feel is part of that. But also, I think there's an equipping that we need to be equipped and empowered to Mm -hmm. be able to harness that energy, that inspiration, and to bring it forward. And a lot of that comes down to choice. And I feel like we have far more choices that we are making every single day that we may not even be aware of because we go into autopilot. And Mm -hmm. this is just what we've always done. But when we're willing to stop, pause, listen, and choose on purpose and with purpose how we're being, who we are, what we're bringing forward, to me, that's living in an empowered way. We're bringing awareness to the choices that we're making and we're choosing things that are on mission and on purpose for who we are and what we're wanting to bring into the world. And Rebecca, that's so very powerful because I, I fully believe that you know if you've created a vision for where you want to go and what you want to do, as, as you said, you know, that stop, pause, listen, choose, and really know what it is that you're bringing forth in the world, um, that empowering others' visions is sort of where where you take it. You know, you, you bring on people on your team. There are people that are your clients, um, people that you influence when you're on stage or on the radio show or television or wh- wherever you are, and you empower them to follow their vision and align with your vision so that you're moving in the same direction. And I think that's that's really, really, really powerful. And it's something that leaders struggle with oftentimes is how do I, how do I get them on board? How do I make the or how do I bring them into my vision so that we're working we're not working at odds with each other, but we're working in alignment. Um, so why do you care so much about empowerment? How does that relate to what I might have just said? 
Oh, I care because I know what it's like to be disempowered, to feel like you don't have choice, that you don't matter. And I also know the difference it makes to step more into our power, to stand in our value and be willing to bring forward those things that matter most to each of us. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I was just thinking about that aligning the vision. What I have found is a lot of times meeting people where they're at and what their vision is, where they're wanting to go. And when we can show them when it is an alignment, how their vision can line up with what we're called to bring forward, magic happens. And we're able to work together in a really powerful way. It's where that overlap is with mm-hmm. what they're, who they are, what they're wanting to bring forward, and what we're called to bring forward and lead. And then we're on the same train. <laughs> <laughs> and we can go in a really fast, powerful way. But it does take that stopping, pausing, connecting internally and connecting with each other, having those conversations, be willing to hear what each other is called to bring forward. And then bringing that combined um, collaborative effort forward is really, really powerful. Right. And I, I think that's very much a feminine quality. That's the whole collaboration, the compassion, the empathy, the creativity, all of that comes from our feminine qualities, which have not always been um, valued in corporations, definitely not in the military. And so we look at those role models that we have, um, which right now are more masculine than feminine, and we go, but that's that's not. It's it's competition. It's um, you know blowing somebody out of the water. It's telling people what to do. It's not asking and that kind of thing. And I think um, making that shift or marrying those two really brings that alignment of vision into reality. Um, would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the alignment, having the conversation, being willing to have that connection and being open to other perspectives and what Mm -hmm. people bring to the table, because we can all have blind spots. We can see the world the way we see it and we can miss things. So I think it's really powerful to have people that have different skills, different talents, even different ways they look at things. And it takes a little extra effort to learn how to speak each other's language. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. But boy, when we can, it's amazing what we can accomplish playing to our respective strengths headed in a common direction. Yeah, and I think that's so very powerful when you've got a team. And there's there's a picture that I have that I, I just really love, and I shared this with you before. Um, it's a male lion who's in front, but his mate is like right there next to him, and they're looking at the cameraman. If I were the cameraman, I would have been really worried taking this picture because they're, <laughs> they're focused on him. And then behind them is the rest of the pride, and they're all in a line walking towards the photographer and – so focused it's just to me it's just a magnificently powerful piece Um, and so I I agree with you being in alignment with our visions and knowing where everyone's going really creates a powerful team that can change the world the the whole seeds of a movement um, when you have them in a line it's like wow imagine what that garden could look like imagine what that puddle that you drop the stone in and how far the ripples can go so I think that's magnificent this month we're talking about disabilities and we just have a couple of minutes to literally um, to just real quickly 
disabilities come in so many different faces. Um, and you've had several uh, individuals with disabilities on your radio show, um, on stage, and that kind of thing. Um, why, why are disabilities something that you resonate with? Um, disabilities come in so many different shapes and sizes, and sometimes they're easily seen, and sometimes they're not. Right. And I find frequently with those disabilities and challenges that go along with them, there are some amazing gifts and insights and perceptions that also go alongside there. And I think the more variety, the more... Um, diversity that we can bring into our life and that we can share out enhances the human experiences and inspires people and brings those gifts that maybe um, aren't always heard or always seen forward and it changes people's lives. I believe we need to shine brightly enough that we're seen through the darkness, that we're bringing our gifts and talents to the world. That's how we make the world a better place. We're willing to shine out how we're made, every shape and size and gifting, disabilities or not, that it makes a difference when we bring those forward and share them. And I think that's important. Perfect, Rebecca. Thank you so very, very much. So, audience, I want you to think about the people that you know who have disabilities and to what degree are they hiding behind their disability and not out in the world sharing their brilliant gifts and their expertise, their genius to the world. Think about that and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome to today's episode of Leadership Stars. I am so delighted to have just a one, a fabulous friend, a terrific leader, and someone that I really admire greatly. Um, and that's Rebecca Hall Greider. And let me tell you just a little bit about her. We'll we'll share more in the other segments. But she's an influencer. She's an award-winning author. And she's an empowerment leader that helps to reach more people for you. And I think that's absolutely stellar that um, we can have her on the show today and that she's going to share her wisdom around empowerment, around disabilities, around visibility, and around shining. So, Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you. It is an honor to be here with my fabulous friend and an amazing leader, Linda. (laughs) So Uh, thank you for having me today. It's an honor. You're so very welcome. And I have to tell you, this is a mutual admiration society because I just love having you on the show as well. Uh, It's always a bright, shiny day when I get a chance to spend time with you. So, Rebecca, for our audience who don't know you, would you share a bit of your background, how you got to this, I'm going to say, exalted state that you're in currently? Mm, well, thank you, Linda. I, I'd be happy to share. And do you want me to go back to the beginning or where would you like me to start? I know you're very familiar <laughs> with my journey. <laughs> I was going to say, we could go back to when you were born, but I... <laughs> I think it's more important as to um, how how you moved from being a financial analyst and being very mm-hmm. successful, having your own business, um, multi six figure, seven figure mm-hmm. business, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you sh- you shifted and you shifted dramatically. So, tell us about that shift. Why? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that'll touch not back on when I was born, but a little bit further back why. (laughs) I will be happy, happy to share that. So I grew up in an environment that was very unsafe. It was um, dangerous for me as as a young girl. And when I cried out for help, it wasn't believed. And I was put back in that environment. And to survive, I took on certain beliefs. One, that I didn't matter. Mm hmm. Two, that I am not okay. There is something wrong with me that is causing these things. And three, that is absolutely not safe to be seen or heard. And I was eventually rescued, for which I'm very, very grateful for. And I got to go on a healing journey. And what I discovered is those beliefs I had formed were actually not true. 
perhaps while I was there, it wasn't safe to be seen or heard. But I discovered I actually had immense value, that I was lovable, that I mattered, that I was beautifully and wonderfully made, that those things that happened to me were not my fault. And I could choose what I decided to bring forward. And the biggest part of that for me was this kind of coming out of hiding. I was so skilled at hiding and my survival had been so based upon that, even though intellectually I knew logically that I was safe, I was no Mm -hmm. longer in danger. It's very different to know that on a cellular level. So a lot of that has been uh, my journey of having that knowledge travel into my heart and into every cell of my body and really being willing to be seen and heard and, and stand out because that had been so dangerous for me as, as a young girl. So as we fast forward to my journey as a financial advisor, I had had this seed along the way planted in my heart that maybe, just maybe, my story could be used for good. Perhaps I could share in such a way that would impact people in a positive way from my passing there. And I was willing to be a little bit vulnerable and uncomfortable if it could make a difference for another. So part of my healing journey, every step of the way, I used to have these conversations with God. (laughs) And I would tell him, okay, I will do this mean, hard, horrible thing you're asking me to do. Tell the truth, make a stand, step forward in some way that was so scary to me if it could make a difference for another. And I would take that step. And I did it for a long time for others. It was a journey to start to love myself enough to take those steps for me too. So that had been in my past, um, part of that journey. So as a financial advisor, it's like that voice came knocking at my door again saying, now is your time, Rebecca, it's time to tell your story. And I resisted. I feel like I'm a financial advisor. I've built this practice. I'm empowering people. I'm serving them. I'm helping them around their money. I found that really valuable. And I still think it's important to empower people around their money. But I also discovered that I had this part of me that really wanted to touch their hearts and touch more of their life than just the area around their relationship with money. And that, so I had that hope, but I was scared and I was like, you know, that's not what financial advisors do. We don't talk about our journey. We talk Mm -hmm. about finances. Exactly. (laughs) that's what we help people with. And and I want to stand on that platform that I'm comfortable with, that I'm familiar with. I've built this business, built this practice. I've worked with individuals. I've worked with companies. I've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> Ta-da! Exactly. Exactly. And I really wrestled because part of me had this really big desire to do more, to touch people on a deeper level and have that powerful change and yet I looked out in the world and I thought you know I am speaking I am sharing why are hearts not changing and this is what came back to me God said you're hiding Uh and I felt like I wasn't I was out in front I was speaking before companies I was working with leadership teams all around money and I said I'm not hiding (laughs) like I knew (laughs) yes I've seen people know me (laughs) and 
the voice came back and said, Rebecca, they know your information. They know your credentials. They know your content. They know you as the financial lady. They do not know you and your heart. And as long as you are hiding behind those masks, you will not have that change that you're looking to bring forward in people's lives. You've got to be willing to be seen authentically as who you are, not just your content, your information, and your credentials. And Rebecca, you have done such a masterful job of stepping out of hiding and shining, which we're going to talk about in another segment. Your story is, resonates so much with me because like you, um, it was, well, I can't say it wasn't safe, but it wasn't allowed for me to be out and out from behind the curtain and being recognized and that kind of thing. So I've been on a similar journey uh, and, and I, I know how difficult it can be for leaders, especially to step into that role of leading and not, I almost think they push people, you know, they're, they're, they're behind the curtain and they're hiding and the people that they want to lead, they're actually pushing as opposed to leading and stepping out and being visible is very, very, very important. But in this, right now, one of the things I want to talk about is empowerment because uh, it's a quote that I, I've used a bit. Um, and Bill Gates said in the last century, and I always think that sounds so funny, uh, that, but it was, you know, in the 1900s. And he said, you know, in the next century, meaning now, that leaders will be those who empower people. And so, Rebecca, how do you how do you define empowerment? Um, I'm just feeling into that because I feel like there's so many dimensions to empowerment, and I feel like part of it is inspiration and being willing to step forward. Like there's something that we care enough about that we're willing to stretch. We're willing to um, be a little bit uncomfortable as we learn and bring that forward. So there's inspiration and motivation that I feel is part of that. But also, I think there's an equipping that we need to be equipped and empowered to Mm -hmm. be able to harness that energy, that inspiration, and to bring it forward. And a lot of that comes down to choice. And I feel like we have far more choices that we are making every single day that we may not even be aware of because we go into autopilot and Mm -hmm. this is just what we've always done. But when we're willing to stop, pause, listen and choose on purpose and with purpose how we're being, who we are, what we're bringing forward, to me that's living in an empowered way. We're bringing awareness to the choices that we're making and we're choosing things that are on mission and on purpose for who we are and what we're wanting to bring into the world. And Rebecca, that's so very powerful because I I fully believe that, you know, if you've created a vision for where you want to go and what you want to do, as, as you said, you know, that stop, pause, listen, choose, and really know what it is that you're bringing forth in the world, um, that empowering others' visions is sort of where where you take it. You know, you, you bring on people on your team. There are people that are your clients, um, people that you influence when you're on stage or on the radio show or television or wh- wherever you are, and you empower them to follow their vision 
and align with your vision so that you're moving in the same direction. And I think that's that's really, really, really powerful. And it's something that leaders struggle with oftentimes is how do I, how do I get them on board? How do I make the or how do I bring them into my vision so that we're working we're not working at odds with each other, but we're working in alignment. Um, so why do you care so much about empowerment? How does that relate to what I might have just said? Well, I care because I know what it's like to be disempowered, to feel like you don't have choice, that you don't matter. And I also know the difference it makes to step more into our power to stand in our value and be willing to bring forward those things that matter most to each of us. Mm -hmm. And I believe I was just thinking about that aligning the vision. What I have found is a lot of times meeting people where they're at and what their vision is, where they're wanting to go. And when we can show them when it is an alignment, how their vision can line up with what we're called to bring forward, magic happens. And we're able to work together in a really powerful way. It's where that overlap is with mm-hmm. what they're, who they are, what they're wanting to bring forward and what we're called to bring forward and lead. And then we're on the same train. <laughs> <laughs> and we can go in a really fast, powerful way. But it does take that stopping, pausing, connecting internally and connecting with each other, having those conversations, be willing to hear what each other is called to bring forward. And then bringing that combined um, collaborative effort forward is really, really powerful. Right. And I, I think that's very much a feminine quality. That's the whole collaboration, the compassion, the empathy, the creativity, all of that comes from our feminine qualities, which have not always been um, valued in corporations, definitely not in the military. And so we look at those role models that we have, um, which right now are more masculine than feminine, and we go, but that's that's not. It's it's competition. It's um, you know blowing somebody out of the water. It's telling people what to do. It's not asking and that kind of thing. And I think um, making that shift or marrying those two really brings that alignment of vision into reality. Um, would you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the alignment, having the conversation, being willing to have that connection and being open to other perspectives and what Mm -hmm. people bring to the table, because we can all have blind spots. We can see the world the way we see it and we can miss things. So I think it's really powerful to have people that have different skills, different talents, even different ways they look at things. And it takes a little extra effort to learn how to speak each other's language. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And But boy, when we can, it's amazing what we can accomplish playing to our respective strengths headed in a common direction. Yeah, and I think that's so very powerful when you've got a team. And there's there's a picture that I have that I, I just really love, and I shared this with you before. Um, it's a male lion who's in front, but his mate is like right there next to him. And they're looking at the cameraman. If I were the cameraman, I would have been really worried taking this picture because they're, <laughs> they're focused on him. And then behind them is the rest of the pride, and they're all in a line walking towards the photographer and so focused it's just to me it's just a magnificently powerful piece Um, and so I I agree with you being in alignment with 
our visions and knowing where everyone's going really creates a powerful team that can change the world. The the whole seeds of a movement, um, when you have them in a line, it's like, wow, imagine what that garden could look like. Imagine what that puddle that you drop the stone in and how far the ripples can go. So I think that's magnificent. This month, we're talking about disabilities, and we just have a couple of minutes to Literally, um, to just real quickly, disabilities come in so many different faces. Um, and you've had several uh, individuals with disabilities on your radio show, um, on stage, and that kind of thing. Um, why, why are disabilities something that you resonate with? Um, disabilities come in so many different shapes and sizes, and sometimes they're easily seen, and sometimes they're not. Right. And I find frequently with those disabilities and challenges that go along with them, there are some amazing gifts and insights and perceptions that also go alongside there. And I think the more variety, the more... Um, diversity that we can bring into our life and that we can share out enhances the human experiences and inspires people and brings those gifts that maybe um, aren't always heard or always seen forward and it changes people's lives. I believe we need to shine brightly enough that we're seen through the darkness, that we're mm-hmm. bringing our gifts and talents to the world. That's how we make the world a better place. We're willing to shine out how we're made, every shape and size and gifting, disabilities or not, that it makes a difference when we bring those forward and share them. And I think that's important. Perfect, Rebecca. Thank you so very, very much. So, audience, I want you to think about the people that you know who have disabilities and to what degree are they hiding behind their disability and not out in the world sharing their brilliant gifts and their expertise, their genius to the world. Think about that and we'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. 
Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at DareToDreamWithLinda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, DreamWithLinda.com. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back to the segment of Leadership Stars, and I am here with just a phenomenal leader and inspiration to me, as well as to many millions of people, and that's Rebecca Hall Greider. Um, and Rebecca, you have a new program that you piloted, and we got a chance to celebrate on stage um, a couple of weeks ago, or actually more than that, in August, and... <laughs> Uh, so could you tell us a little bit about the Expert to Influencer program? Absolutely. Something that has um, been laid on my heart and, and a mission I have I have been given, and I said yes to because I have choice. Yes, yes, <laughs> so yes, I yes. In, is if we go back to looking at visibility and exploring that and remembering when, when someone is hurt, when somebody is struggling, they've just had a life-changing something hit them, when that moment happens, not if, when, mm-hmm. it's like this big, thick pea soup fog comes down around them and they can't see more than a foot around them. And they're just trying to breathe and survive. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can take a breath. And so in that space, this darkness comes around. And the only thing I know that cuts through darkness is light. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. I believe that this concept, this um, idea of shining is being willing to be that light. So we become that beacon of hope. We can actually shine so brightly that through that darkness, they can see our hand outstretched. They can see the path that is safe. And I think it is so important, however we're made, whatever our challenges are, whatever our gifts are, that we're willing to bring all of that and become those lights. If we want to see a difference and make a positive difference in the world, we need to be willing to shine. And part of shining really brightly is being able to be seen around the world, being able to be seen in multiple platforms. So that birthed in my heart this idea of going from an expert to an influencer. So many people I talk with are experts in this area. They're experts and they show up really well in perhaps in the written word or in radio or on live stage. And they're really great at making connections and being seen as the expert they are. But if they step into a different medium, 
Mm. If they step into um, another way of being, perhaps television and their comfort is radio, or they step into writing their story and they've always spoken their story. They don't always know how to show up and be seen as the expert they are. They don't know how to increase their reach and their influence. So therefore, their message is limited. And I believe we are called to step where the people are that need us. And frequently, that is outside our comfort zone. (laughs) It's outside where we currently are. Absolutely. I know, and Rebecca, you know my story as well. Um, When I signed up with my first coach, I actually signed her, signed with her, I'd paid her, and I walked down the hall, because we were in her house, I walked down the hall into her uh, restroom, and I turned to her and I said, you know, I don't have a website, I don't do radio, I won't do television, um, I don't really write, so I don't think I'll do blogs, I'll definitely not write a book, and oh, by the way, social media to me is this mystery that I don't know that I want to find out about and I will never do social media. Well, in the space of the last four years, um, we're on a new website that's that really deals with the seeds of a movement, which is where we're moving to, is really supporting women and men who want to change the world and have this kernel of an idea but don't know where to go with it. So we're, we're working with that. Um, as I'm, I'm a radio host with you, um, both in syndication and then with Voice America here. I've done television. I have not stepped into doing my own television show. Um, blog, um, like a mad woman at times, and have four compilations that are out that are international bestsellers um, my own book the art of hurting cats and we have what we have one book this year that's coming out um, which is empowered voices is that right um, the book coming out is Empowering You, you. Transforming Lives, okay. the Daily Inspiration. Yes, which I am really excited about it coming out. And then we have an, another one um, in next year around, is it Expert to Influencer, the Leadership Series? Yeah, it's the Expert Influencer Series. And the first one, we're going to be releasing one each year, is focused on leadership because it's the leader of the series. <laughs> so <laughs> it's um, focused on leadership. So we're bringing in different experts and influencers from different paths and walks in life to give us insight and wisdom and direction around what does it mean to be a leader and how do we step into that place of leading in our life, in our business, and um, making leading that change that we're wanting to see in the world right and that that's so exciting for me just and and as you know you said that to me and I went how can I not do that (laughs) Uh, and so I I follow your um, steps to step out of that autopilot that stop pause listen to guidance and then choose and um, it, it that whole philosophy has been really really key to me being able to accept being visible because it wasn't something that I ever wanted to do. Uh, And yet I find that it is something that I've become very comfortable with. And each new one, though, there's a little frisson of fear and a little sense of apprehension, like, should I really step into that? Is that common? Um, To my understanding, yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that um, every time we go somewhere new, we stretch somewhere new, we can have that fear come up that I haven't been there before. I haven't done that before. I don't know how to do that. And therefore, it's not safe because we haven't survived that. We haven't done that before. Right. And I think if we can recognize that fear is just an indicator that we're going somewhere perhaps we haven't been before. Right. And instead of pulling back when we feel that fear, it's a feeling. Mm -hmm. We can actually lean in. It doesn't mean we're truly in danger. We can lean in and get curious. What am I afraid of? How can I um, feel safer in this situation? What's a step I can take? And, And the first time I was on stage sharing my story, I was terrified. It was seven minutes. And I had always, I had my list, because you gave your list. My list was, oh, yeah. I, I never wanted to speak to more than 50 people at a time. No recording, no radio, no television, no books, because I wasn't a writer. Um, no cameras. I didn't want my picture taken. I, I just, it went on and on. I didn't want any of those things, because they were scary to me and felt vulnerable. So I was on stage at the first time, 300 people live streamed. So we checked a couple of those things off the list right there and I was shaking and but what I had done is before I went on stage I eyed the exit path if I and I gave myself (laughs) full permission I did how could I quickly and gracefully leave the room and walk off the stage and I knew exactly how I could exit and what that did for me is no longer was it that I had to I was choosing to be there every 30 seconds every minute and that put me into a place of empowerment because I was choosing and I believe there was someone in the audience that needed what I had to say and I was willing to be scared I was willing to be imperfect if it could make a difference for one and I cried I I shook in those seven minutes the full range of emotions don't even quite know what I said (laughs) but I know what was in my heart And I knew someone needed it. So when I got off that stage, I got a standing ovation I didn't see. And there, because I was out of my body. Of course. (laughs) There were a lineup of men and women that seemed endless. I'm sure it wasn't, but it felt endless when when I looked across the room. And what they said to me, one by one, Rebecca, I was the one. Thank you. I was the one. I'm inspired. And then a little bit further along the line, as they were hugging me or shaking my hand, they said, Rebecca, I could tell you were scared. So it was obvious. I didn't hide it. <laughs> they yes, could tell. Yes. You know, I was trying to be cool. You know, they, they could tell. And they said, but you cared enough about me. You were willing to do it anyway. That inspires me. I can do it too. And again and again. And what I took from that experience was, one, I could choose to be there and set myself up for success. I could have an exit plan. And two, I didn't have to be perfect. I just had to be willing. And so every time I face the fear, because it happens again and again, every time I step into a new arena, a new platform, the reach grows, I get to step into a new space of visibility and vulnerability. I remember my why. If I can make a difference for another, I'm willing And that I don't have to be perfect. I give myself full permission to not be perfect. And I trust that all of it will be used, even my imperfection. And that helps lessen the fear. And it's become a close companion. And then I find those things that I was afraid of, I end up loving. And I get to do them every single day. And I would have missed out if I had been willing to let fear dictate 
what I did or didn't do. And I wouldn't have fully gotten to be who I am. And the the privilege of being part of people's lives that I get to be a part of, and they get to be part of mine. Yeah. Rebecca, I, I remember my first um, presentation to 300 people. And I had gone in and talked to the speaker coach and she said, oh yeah, you've got 30 people. It'll be in this room. I went to see the room. It was fabulous. We were doing an interactive training and I went back the next morning and there were all sorts of things that went wrong um, throughout the day. And I was, I was actually talking about what do you do when, you know, in essence, the world collapses around your presentation. And I walked to my room and my name wasn't on the door. I went, Ooh, did they drop me? You know, what, what? So I went back to the speaker coach and I said, so um, I don't see my name on the door. She said, oh, we had to move you. I said, why? She said, because in our pre-survey of what presentations people were going to go to, yours had 300 people. Mm. I went, great. So, so not only did, was I getting 10 times what I had, but I also had to change the entire presentation because I couldn't do interactive with 300 people. Um, my co-presenter was on the road and in traffic, and the keynote speaker was now 15 minutes late. But we had to get everybody out in time for lunch. So it was, it was one of those things. This is the day I've had this morning. Can you relate? And the audience was totally with me on that, even though I, I can't honestly say what I said, but they did. Like you, they all stood up and applauded at the end that this was just what they needed, which I think was fabulous. So thank you, Rebecca, for sharing that. You have a gift for our audience. Would you care to tell them about that, please? I do. And it's an ebook, and it's an excerpt from one of the books that I was part of, one of the anthologies. And it's talking about the choice to live on purpose. It shares a little bit of my journey and gives you some steps that you can take to look at your purpose and to look at how are you bringing that into your life so that you are choosing to live in an empowered way. You are choosing to live on purpose and with purpose because the choice is yours no matter what has happened to you to lead to this point to this conversation there's a reason you're listening today there there's something here for you and i hope that it is you are receiving whatever it is that within our conversation today is for you and if you're wanting additional support i would love to give you this gift this ebook that's helping you take it to another level the choice to live on purpose absolutely and Dear audience, this is on uh, my website at Free Gifts, so please take advantage of Rebecca's um, gracious offer. Now, Rebecca, I I love to give my audience sort of a, a, a summary, so three great tips that come out of this particular show. So what would those be? One, I want to encourage you to be willing to echo out into the world every day, purposely choose to be who you want to be. Be mindful of that. Two, be willing to stretch just a little bit more out of your comfort zone. Let people have the opportunity to truly see you. It makes a huge difference. Open your heart and life to another. And three, um, when you feel that fear, 
when you're stretching, be willing to dance with it. Be willing to feel the fear and choose to shine brightly so that you become that beacon that others can see in the darkness. Rebecca, that is awesome. Um, and I, I talk about fear also as you know, false ex- expectations appearing real, which is how many people define it. But I, my daughter had a picture of Red Riding Hood looking back into the woods, and the quote underneath it was, fear makes the wolf look larger. And I think that's so true is that oftentimes when we step into that fear and not dance with it, it becomes this big, large, hairy thing that we have a difficult time working through. So thank you so very much. And I'd like to add the option of choosing. Choose how you're visible. Choose how you shine. Choose how you put your message out to the world and how you handle your disabilities, whatever they might be, however they manifest themselves. Thank you again, Rebecca, so very much for being with us today. It's been a delight as always. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you. And audience, if you'd like to know more about Seeds of a Movement or the Art of Hurting Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders, please do go to my website at www dare the number two lead with linda.com or send me an email at linda at dare to lead with linda.com and until next week remember be courageous and dare to lead until then bye-bye thank you for tuning in to leadership stars Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. 